Hi, and welcome to The Social Angle, a podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, I am joined by John Katz, founder of portable blender supplier Blendy, to discuss his product, how he uses social media to promote it, and solicit trade show tips, and much more. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Vinny. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You're up in Massachusetts, right? Yes, sir. Yep. It's been a couple warm weeks lately, but um, usually it's pretty cold nowadays. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, the East Coast is ju- – we were talking the other day about possibly going skiing, and I was like, we have not had any snow in the Philadelphia area. And it's crazy because I know all the um, ski resorts are suffering right now. They're trying to produce you know, the snow on their own, and it's been a really bad ski season here in the Northeast, although the West – is getting pummeled the east is just you know it's i've never experienced a winter this mild and this snowless yeah we haven't had any snow that it like requires you to shovel it out so that's that's a mild winter uh, we have 60 degrees coming tomorrow as well that's pretty yes, crazy we do too i think the next couple of days are going to get uh really warmer than it's been in the 60s yeah. in february and I think next week it's going to cool off a little bit, um, but still, it's very, very strange uh, winter. It's been here in the Northeast. Yeah. Anyway, John, uh, we're you know I'm going to talk to you about your uh, product, Blendy, uh, how you use social media to promote uh, your your product. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into this industry, who you are, anything you feel uh, you know you want to give to the listeners? Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm John Katz. Thank you, Vinny, for introducing me. Um, I came up with Blendy in my college dorm in 2016. And basically, the idea started um, with just having a shaker bottle and having clumpy protein shakes after every workout. And was just, you know, said to myself, there needs to be a better solution that, you know, is actually a shaker bottle, but like a portable blender bottle, so to speak. So went back to my dorm, drew up like a CAD drawing type thing of what it might look like. And then, you know, um, two years later, we had our, our final working manufacturing ready unit ready to go. And um, that's downplaying it a lot. In between, there was many different prototypes and working with engineers and such. And, and um, but by 2018, we we're selling and um, it was by no means, you know, a great product. It was just we wanted to get out there and see if there was a portable blending market out there um, for people who are like me. And then flash forward to 2020, we got an uh, an inquiry across my email for 400 branded units to Gatorade, and I said, "Whoa, that's um, that's cool, right?" Um, I I was used to basically just you know people direct to consumer. That's, sure. sure. I I didn't know that there was like a wholesale market and there was promotional markets and such. I did, I had no clue, and so you know this firm came to me and they said, "Oh, we have." this opportunity for 400 for Gatorade. And um, I said, yeah, sure. would love to work on that with you. And we basically sent them 400 black units. Um, they imprinted on one of the bottom cups with the Gatorade logo. And then they sent it out to their influencers. And I really didn't think too much of it other than, wow, that was a great win. And then um, a year later, I think it was about a year later, we had another inquiry from Comcast from Promo Shop. Um, the distributor promo shop for Comcast. And um, yeah, we did a deal with them and got that done. And I said, you know what? 
like how do i find more <laughs> how, sure. do, I, how yeah. do i find more of this like where do i go how are you guys finding products is there like an amazon of promotional products and it's well looks like we lost john there for a second hopefully we'll get him back yes all right sorry about that yeah no worries john um there so, you are so they said yeah so go on go into asi and I said, okay, well, like, what is what is ASI? Like another distribution type thing? And they said, no, this is, you know, it's kind of like the Amazon, like you said, of promotional products. And um, took me a little bit of time to get to get to ASI, but finally did in I think November of last year. And um, since then, we've worked with you know a lot of distributors: Scarborough and Tweed, Promo Shop, um, Harper and Scott, which has been our best by far and um halo and you know everyone in between right those are just some off the top of my right, head so right. a lot of a lot of deals and we just did our first show at fort worth with it with asi and that was great that's, that's kind great. of how i came into it yeah yeah so you've only been in this industry or known of this industry for a very short time yes yeah i would you know i knew i guess i knew of it when in 2020 but didn't really know too much until about last year okay so are you so did you get a patent on this product? Is this something that you invented? So tell me a little bit about the product itself and how you came up yeah, with it. Yeah, so idea. yeah, thank you. Um so basically what it is is think of like your magic bullet or your blender at home, but without without the cord. So you could bring it anywhere you wanted. It's totally portable. You could have it on your desk and blend up wherever you wanted. And um, while I was in college, we created a provisional patent for it, and there's you know, patents surrounding basically the blade construction and what the overall design looks like. In terms of the actual features inside of it, those were all pretty already, you know, widely in use. It's it's the chips. You just have to, you know, make the chips function in a certain way that you want. Sure. The motor is pretty standard. Um, the battery is just lithium ion rechargeable, right? So that was all pretty much there already. And we just had to configure that into the overall design. Okay. But really what, what sets us apart is one it's those blades so those blades are designed to crush ice and frozen fruits we have something called like a, a no mess spout top and basically what that is is instead of having to screw off the top and drink from it you can just pop open the top and there's like this little spout you can drink from it and then we also offer um a little container which is two pieces and those two pieces come apart or come together to form, you know, like a powder case to carry stuff in to for maybe for some fruits. Right. So you could blend up, um, take these two pieces apart, put them on the table. You could flip it over, screw off the blending base, have that on the desk, then take one of the pieces, screw it on the bottom. And now you have a water bottle. OK. And then you wow. take the other piece, which is like a blade cover, and then you screw that on the blending base. And then you can do that, throw that in your bag. So it's so, like a two-in-one blender and water bottle. So you came up with all this based on your need as a consumer of of shakes and and protein. I guess stuff that you use after your workout. Is that correct? Yeah, and that that's who it was for primarily. Is I just you know someone who was like me that wanted like a smoothly mixed protein shake. It sounds so sure. trivial, but to be honest, it was just it was gross. Just eating like my protein clumps and that uh, i figured that the use cases could be way more than just protein sure. shakes sure so are you a tinkerer by nature or are you somebody who likes to um try to figure out problems and create things uh for like 
like products, for instance, is that something that's in your nature or did you just kind of have this epiphany and you said, you know what, this is something that the world needs and I want to take a shot at this. Um, no, I was never a tinkerer. I used to like build the building blocks as a kid, I suppose, but, (laughs) um, yeah, not, not much of a product tinkerer. I was mostly just a bodybuilder in the health space, like, you know, very health focused and still try to be now, but, um, had my own eBay store at the time. So I guess I liked, you know, having a side income or business and I knew a little bit of how to, how to sell a product, um, but never knew how to build a company or brand or anything like that. And just had the epiphany and said awesome. this could be great that's yeah. awesome and it was what's that phrase um necessity is the mother of invention you that's your perfect example of that you know you saw a need for something that would benefit yourself and then you came up with the idea and you're like hey i'm not the only one that could use this and here you are we're having this conversation today you're in the promotional product space again we're talking to john katz from uh portable blendy supplier blendy um so i first discovered you because you were posting, you were using the Facebook forums in our industry, uh, PPP, also ASI member exclusive group, to really promote uh, your product. Um, how have these forums themselves, the Facebook forums, benefited your business? And how do you use social media for your business? I'll ask you the first question about the, the forums themselves. Yeah, so the forums, again, I came onto that so late. I mean, it was very odd that I came across that so late. And I forget who I was talking to that they recommended I do that. But um, since being in those forums, you know, both both groups have been great. And I've even gotten, you know, potential business for them. So sure. can't can't stress that highly enough. And the advice and connections I've already made have been phenomenal. I mean, I, I could name people, but there would be too many to name. And, and I've spoken with distributors, suppliers, sales, multi-line reps, right? Everybody who has uh, a say in the industry. And it's it's been helpful just because I, you know, I knew like the bare minimum, but now I have a deeper knowledge of how everything works. And it's it's been great. I got great advice to go to the ASI Fort Worth show. And um, it, it was very helpful in that regard. Yeah. You know, I think that if you ask me today, if you asked me 10 years ago, I would I would give the same advice for anyone who's who's joining this industry. They're new. Join the Facebook groups because they're so helpful in that people are so willing to help you. They're you know they're willing to go in and give you advice, whether or not they're a you know they're a fellow supplier, they're a distributor. They're going to help you as much as they can in these forums. You learn a lot through others experience in, in, in this industry. And we have a lot of people in this industry with a lot of experience. So, and they're all in those forums, they get in there and they're helping each other. And that's really, I think a sweet spot for anybody who, who is limited with social media time. If you're going to spend your time somewhere, spend them in the, in the forums because they, they can be very helpful. Yeah. And, 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 and know, know what questions to ask too, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And what I liked about what you were doing in those forums is that Anytime anyone responded, didn't matter if, you know, it was a simple answer, you were going in there and you were also respond, responding to their response, which showed that you cared and it helped you forge potential con- connections. People were learning who you were, they're getting to know you, and if they have any future need for your business, they know you because they're in the forums, they're making connections with you, and that's the beauty of Facebook groups. I think the Facebook groups are really where people in this industry are doing business. And not only this industry, other other industries as well, but 
you know, certainly I see it every day. People are making connections, they're networking, and they're using those Facebook groups. Yeah. And um, I'll give two, I guess, two pieces, you know, of, of stuff that I learned is one, one, one of the people who responded in the PPP group turned out to be somebody I was in the booth next to at the ASI Fort Worth show. Oh, wow. Okay. And I go, hey, didn't you respond on my, like, you know, Facebook post? And he goes, yeah, that was me. <laughs> um, so that was funny. But two, um, see, I guess as from a supplier standpoint or manufacturing standpoint, if you can if you can ask questions in a way that eludes people to ask about your product or line that you're representing, that also probably will bode well for you as it, as it has for me, because I've gotten so many messages still now as, you know, requests coming in from people like, Hey, saw you needed, let's say a multi-line rep, but you know, are you, are you working with any projects right now here? Can you help me with this? So. Right. And we do have a question from uh, Mark Wesley, who says, what are the, uh, some of the top Facebook groups to start with. Uh, well, we're talking about promotional products uh, industry, Mark, and I'm assuming that you're in that industry, but we can't assume because we have a lot of followers who are not in this industry. But for us in this, in uh, the promo industry, uh, promo promotional products professionals uh, is a group that you can join. Uh, also, if you're an ASI member, you can go into the ASI member exclusive group. Uh, you have to be an ASI member to get into that group. But both of those groups themselves are very, very helpful. Uh, so get into those. And there, there are so many others as well. What I would do is go into uh, the search bar and just type in promotional products groups. Uh, and you'll probably find a whole bunch. A lot of the, the big distributors have their own uh, groups themselves. If you're part of a, a, a bigger uh, distributor network, certainly uh, you can find them in there. Um, but John, back to the social media, uh, how does social media also factor into your marketing? Do you use social media? Do you have a presence on, uh, any of the networks? How do you use it other than using the groups? I wish I, I feel like I do a lot of business through my personal Facebook, but in terms of social media on like a product, um, and brand standpoint, not. I wish I could, you know, do more with it, but I just truly don't. I bet TikTok could be really great for us, but, um, but I, I, you know, probably more in the direct to consumer standpoint sure. and branding standpoint. In terms of business to business, I guess, I guess, but, but more so for the direct to consumer. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, when you're a small business like you are, where you're, you know, one two people, the the biggest challenge is to find the time to do social media. And that's, to me, I feel like you can't just do it willy nilly. You can't just get in, create a presence and just leave it dormant. That can be worse than having no presence at all. And I encourage people, Hey, if you don't have time for it, don't create social media profiles because it, it looks bad on your company. If you haven't updated since, you know, four or five years ago, it doesn't look good. So, you have to have the time to do it. And I think that's a big challenge for a lot of small businesses, distributors, suppliers, whoever. The challenge is actually, you know, having the time to, to go in and, and, and do that. So, so yeah, I, I believe me, you're not the only one. You're not the only uh, person I've spoken to who was like, I just don't have time for it. Uh, you know, it's, it, hey, it could help your business. But like I said, if you don't have time for it and you don't have the resources to invest in it, it's, it's better to not have a presence than it is to, to have a dormant one. Totally. So let me ask yeah. you about Fort Worth. You were there last month. Wow. Last month already. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it, time is flying. 2023 is, we're almost into March, but anyway, uh, yeah. 
you were at Fort Worth. So tell me a little bit about that experience, uh, what your impression was of the trade show and what you learned. Yeah, so Fort Worth had never been there. I'd been to Dallas, but Fort Worth is new. I actually didn't know really the difference between the two. So I felt uh, I was very you know naive going in. Um, so it was great. The ASI, ASI did a fantastic job putting it on, I would say. The branding was almost over the top. I mean, that you know, you all had a schedule for Monday. There was like a, a massive installment on the floor. It was kind of wild. Um, so many, so many things to do, especially from the distributor side. There was a lot of education in terms sure. of new products, and I found that was really cool too. Um, it didn't apply to me too, too much, but it was still good nonetheless. The two speakers that you all had at the show were great. It was. Um, um the a she was speaking about ai which was Marky very trial yes man that awesome, was very yeah. yeah it was very poignant and it was even stuff i didn't know and i was pretty much sure. on top of that whole the whole yeah. thing going on um and then, and Charlotte, then Charlotte jones i believe it was that's right yeah she was great as well yeah and then she gave that helmet away which is really cool yeah but um in in terms of the actual show um, I did use the promotional products, uh, professionals and the ASI one, I think I double posted and I just said, Hey, what are some good, you know, tips for the show? And, um, a lot of them just stay off your phone and, you know, engage with everybody and, and such. And that, that, those were, you know, really good. It, it's stuff that you kind of already know, but it's good to have a reminder of, and, um, you know, try to embrace as much as possible. We met with a lot of distributors and um, to scan everybody was, you know, like even a task that was, it was pretty crazy. They were coming in fast and furious, but um, yeah, I, I was able to follow up with everybody after the show and, and the follow-up I think is probably the most key part from the supplier sure. and manufacturing standpoint, but um, yeah, we did a lot. It was great. Met a lot of people. That's great. And I, and I love that you used the, uh, the forums before, the trade show. And I think that's a great piece of advice for anybody who's new in this industry is to get into those uh, forums and especially during or right before a trade show, try to network, try to get to know people before you actually go to the trade show completely blind. Find out what it is that you can expect at these trade shows, how you can approach them, whether or not you're a supplier, you're a distributor, uh, you know, what are the best practices? And I think that is going to be very helpful for somebody who's new, to, like yourself, in this industry. Uh, what to expect? Uh, what What should I do? Uh, you know, in terms of presenting myself in the booth. What What, what are best practices? It's, there's so much that goes on at these shows, uh, and it's it can be very, very intimidating and intense. And for somebody who's been at a few shows, you know, I'm not a distributor. I'm not a supplier. When I go to these shows. I, I observe, but I'm like, wow, this is, it's, it can be pretty intense. There's a lot going on at these shows. So there is using those forums to, to help sort of get a feel of what to expect is, is key. Uh, so anybody who's new, great advice, just go into those forums and, and, and learn and lean on your peers and for some advice. Now I want to ask you about some of the, the best pieces of advice that you got from those forums uh, when you were asking people, what can I expect uh, at a trade show? So what were some of those? Yeah, and one, one last piece of advice for the show that was really awesome was the um, one of the, I think the last day or the day before the last day, there was a post-show um, party kind of thing, like almost like a mingle with food sure. at, a, at, a, at a bar. That was fantastic. Like hi, highly, 
highly, highly recommend at any, you know, any stage you're at to go to that and any part of the process for sure. That was great. Um, oh, one of the, one of the best ones actually was, was interesting. So it said, don't just grab my badge and scan it without my permission while I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was actually a lot of opportunities to do that. And I had, I held myself back a lot. So that actually probably was the best piece of advice outside of the, you know, the conventional ones. And, um, I, I only scan people's badges if they asked me to, or if we were engaging in, in good conversation. Um, what was interesting was that sometimes people would just come over and just go like this to me with their badge. And then they'd be like, here, scan it. Or they wouldn't even say anything. They would just look at me, hold it up and then walk away. And I thought that was odd slash yeah. interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, know, someone no, said, Go. no conversation, yeah. nothing. It just scan my badge. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just so, so transactional. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it makes to me, it makes no sense. It's just like, Hey, you know, have a conversation. Um, you know, talk to each other, find out how you can potentially work with each other. You know, what's the, what's the relationship? Uh, you know, to me, I feel like that's part of why we do these trade shows, especially since COVID it's like, it's, it's important for face-to-face -face time. Uh, you know, we're, we're learning that even doing it remotely, it's, it's just, it's not the same thing. People want to, they want to engage. They want to, to look you in the eye and they want to talk to you. And then I think that's, what makes our industry so um, so great is that the relationships that we build are forged by the conversations that we have with with each other, and the best conversations I think happen in person. That's just me personal. Yes. So yes, and smile, smile is a good one. Yes, smile uh, is always your, a good one. Yeah, your face should probably hurt at the end of the day, <laughs> and um, your feet, your feet and your face are going to yes. hurt because yes. I've been to several of them and. I, I can I can vouch for how much my feet hurt at the end of walking those shoulders. They do. As a supplier, you get to kind of stand there for instead of walking as much. But to me, I feel like if you're if you're distributor, if you're anybody who's walking those show floors, you're going to be in pain, especially after three days. Yes, one hundred percent. And from a supplier standpoint, one of the pieces of advice someone gave was, don't don't judge it by the number of scans that happen on the floor. Um, most of the money is made um, and the progress is made off the show floor. And, you know, if you can make four to five real good contacts with your time there, then that's, you know, that's, that's great. And that will pay dividends. So have you made some good contacts from that show? I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, we had one, one uh, distributor order like uh, six units, all samples of each color. And that's a good contact. You know, they're, they're in touch. And you can you can tell you know who's who's the most engaged because they're already sending me a lot of clients to do and so and those are people that I remember from the show, um, and those are great. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah. No, re finish your thought. There was so, there was so many other ones. Um, there was you know basically just stay off your phone, of course. Make sure you have business cards. The business cards. Uh, I'm a culprit of not having them. I just like to get people's LinkedIn if I can. Sure. Um, or I just scan it because if I can scan their thing, it's almost the same thing as a business card. Mm -hmm. I'm going to follow up anyways. Sure. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, a lot of them were basically like smile, make sure you engage and uh, actually listen to them. Don't, and, you know, don't just scan them. So those yeah. are pretty much the basis of most of them. That's great advice. All that advice is great for um, for any supplier, not just a new supplier. 
so John, thank you so much. This has been a great conversation. And I'm, before I let you go, I have some other questions I want to ask you. These are questions yeah. that you have no knowledge of. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of open it up, uh, find out a little bit more about yourself, see where your head's at, uh, have you think on your feet a little bit. So here's, here's my first question for you. If you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you spend it on? Um, probably like to hire people, I would say, um, okay. more, more inventory, 100%, a house, a house for myself, a house for my family, my mom and, uh, a new car. I need a new car desperately. I love um, that. I love that yeah. answer. Reinvent, like invest into your business. Perfect. Um, take care of your family. Boom. I like yeah. it. It says a lot about your character there. You're to me. You know, some people might say, oh, I'm going to go to a desert or, you know, I'm going to go to an island and I'm going to, you know, spend my money on it. But look, I, I like that. You're going to, you, you know, $10 million. Hey, $10 million isn't what it was back in the 80s. Um, you know, you can't just retire on $10 million. I mean, you could. But to me, I think it's, you know, you're a young guy, you know, invest in the business, take care of your family. It's all good. I like that. Yeah, answer. I think after taxes, you'd probably have like six or seven million left anyway. So I know. Just lost it's not as million. much as you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what is your biggest pet peeve when it comes to business? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. It's a tough one. Yeah, that is a tough one. I, I have pet peeves in personal. Like, uh, well, Let's hear that one. Yeah, I, I hate when people chew with their mouth open. That's got to be the worst one. <laughs> um i wish people learned their manners maybe as they're a kid <laughs> but um it's always good yeah oof, in business i don't know maybe maybe the fact like of people either not i don't like when people disregard questions in emails like i wish people would just if i if i'm like answering or i have questions in emails sometimes if there's two questions i'll answer one and i'm like okay did you not see the other one and um and maybe just asking for too much or disregarding policy and kind of i don't know like if clearly if we have a no free sample policy but you're asking for a free sample and then being rude about it that is not the best either that's a pet okay. for sure yeah so yeah maybe stuff like that for sure good to yeah. know my last question this is one i tend to ask everyone because i'm a big movie guy what's your all-time favorite movie Oh, that's easy. So it's Click. I love Click with Adam Sandler. Oh wow. Okay. It's it's by no means the best movie on the earth, like on the planet. It's not known for its cinema. Like there's nothing extraordinary about it. I just love the idea that of the lessons it taught, <laughs> um, which might sound so corny because he wakes up from a dream, right, and it's all right. over. But but basically the premise is he has. He meets, uh, he, he sleeps in a bed because he's so tired from work and his family. So he sleeps in bed, bath and beyond in a bed. He go, he, he's dreaming, but you don't know that he's dreaming, goes into bed, bath and beyond. So he goes to beyond park, gets this remote and is able to fast forward and, and go back in his life. And so he basically, the story is he just keeps fast forwarding to the point where, um, it's on autopilot. And so it just keeps fast forwarding for him without it, you know, right. without him telling it to. And so he's getting older and older and missing out on stuff and stuff. And then eventually he dies and he goes, what happened to like my whole life? Huh. And so I thought it was great because uh, he even missed his own dad's death. He didn't even know about that. And so what I thought was so great is like you can get into this mode where you're just working, going all the time and 
you're not calling your mom or you're not being a good husband or you know, wife or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it might be, right. or a good son or daughter, right? But you got to just kind of slow down and take, you know, some time to think about those those things. And I think that that movie was great. And it, I always come back to it as much as I can. Ah, well, that's that's crazy. I never would have thought somebody would have click on their favorite <laughs> movie of all time. Yes, but certainly there. You know, that's a movie that even though it's a comedy, it's one of those movies where it makes you stop and think, you know, to take every day as it comes, try to find enjoyment in the little things, um, call your mom. I called my mom yesterday. It was Valentine's Day. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. call my mom. You know, it's I, I got to call her on Valentine's Day. But, but John, this has been a great conversation. Um, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, how can they do so? Oh, you can shoot me an email. It's just J O N at Blendy Blender. Blendy is B L E N D I Blender.com. Um, you can follow me on social media. I'll, I'll answer your DMs if you if you'd like. It's just J O N. Katz, K-A-T-Z, 96. Awesome, John. Any final thoughts for anybody who's new to this industry? Man, it's crazy. Um, there's so much to learn, right? But um, try and navigate it the best you can. As somebody who's on the supplier side slash manufacturing, I would probably say your best bet is to is to, is to try to, to, to do more with less. What I mean by that is have people do the work for you in a good way, of course, right? So, if, for example, using multi-line reps, they can do a better job selling and they have all the connections than you don't, right? When you don't. So they can they can sell for you and that's the best way to do it. That's what I found navigating the wholesale markets, which is selling directly to retailers, right? Was just have reps go out and sell for you. Of course, you're going to pay a commission, but it's more than worth it. Sure, sure. Awesome. John, thank you again so much. I know you're busy. You're a small business owner. Uh, but you know, your 30 minutes today is, 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 has been great. Uh, a lot of great advice there for anyone who's new in this industry, either supplier distributor, uh, and you want to use social media, get into those Facebook forums. Those are gold. Um, so for John, I'm Vinny. We'll see you next time on the social angle.